Welcome to the Dividend Cafe weekly market commentary focused on dividends in your portfolio and dividends in your understanding of economic life. Hello and welcome to today's COVID and Markets podcast brought to you by Dividend Cafe of the Bonson Group. It is Wednesday, August the 12th. Market was up uh, another 300 points today. The futures were up 250 in the morning and it kind of just held throughout the day. Um, and so the broadening of that market rally, I think, is becoming an even bigger story. Let me do this. I'm actually going to jump right into the health data and then come back to some market stuff. But bottom line, S&P and NASDAQ up even more. Dow up uh, very close to 300 points. Uh, so what is it now? Eight out of nine days, uh, getting close to 2,000 points up uh, in August. And and so we'll cover some of that here in a moment. Um, cases right now are around the same level today, yesterday, with a very high backlog reporting. And case the number of COVID-like illness visits to the emergency room nationally hit the 50% spot, to 50% mark today of how far it is down across the country. 50% from its high level, which was uh, about two weeks ago. And so hospitalizations and deaths are most you know, assuredly about to show decline based on the precedent of COVID-like illnesses in emergency room leading the way all through the data points that we've been following all summer long. Uh, you see a real, real encouraging, not just drop or decrease, but a collapse in uh, COVID-like illnesses going into the emergency centers of hospitals and so forth. Um, culturally, let me just quickly address the pac 12 and Big Ten both have canceled their football seasons for 2020. Uh, so far, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 have said they're going to stay the course and, and play through. If this were to continue, it would mean we'd end up with some colleges playing this fall and some not. Uh, if not, they, they are stating that they want to play the Big Ten in Pac and Pac-12 in, in January. Uh, with, you know, um, Maybe they'll play in Michigan and Ohio in the month of January. I don't know. But either way, uh, very disappointing, very surprising. And um, uh, it will be interesting to see if some of the other conferences in the South and Midwest are willing to buck the trend and go forward. Um, I have an interesting data point I wanted to share. I think it is uh, worth sharing because it is a tragedy for our seniors and also because it is um, just important information. It's informationally relevant. 267 thousand cases of coronavirus have been attributed to nursing homes and long-term care facilities. Um, and that is 11.7% of our total positive cases, but 51,000 deaths in nursing homes and long-term care facilities, which is 42% of our total national mortalities. And of course, the, from a population standpoint, uh, long-term care facilities are around 1% of the population. So I think you still have this highly disproportionate case of mortality, severity, lethality in the more vulnerable spots of where our seniors are. And I also think that that has provided one of the blueprints that led to much less death in the summer than we were experiencing in the spring as we were able to target our treatment and our national policy response to, to the most vulnerable as opposed to um, something that made a little bit less sense. Uh, Moderna, one of the uh, leading vaccine makers, closed a deal with the federal government. 
based on the progress in their late stage trials right now, the, the federal government's committed $1.5 billion for up to 100 million doses of, produ- of manufacturing distribution of their vaccine treatment. Um, I'm going to just quickly tell you Orange County, California, is now seeing a 9.4% negative growth rate in hospitalizations. Texas's positivity rate has been reduced by half over the last month. And both uh, California and Texas, after today's data, um, appear to have gotten through this backlog uh, of just mind-numbing weirdness of cases that had not been previously reported. And and here we are, uh, data looking very good in those important categories, uh, relatively speaking. Um, now, in terms of within Florida, the... Um, the 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 basic narrative here, okay, Florida really was um, the talk of the nation for its population size in March, April, May for how little exposure, a little uh, infection rate it, it experienced, and most certainly little severity it experienced out of the minor infections, very few infections it had, and and then the summer it became the talk of the nation for the other reason is it led the nation in uh, uh, new cases, both on an absolute basis and um, at per capita. And and yet I've put together a sequence of charts today at covidomarkets.com to show to you that through the entire time this summer, their in-bed hospital capacity, the inpatient beds, stayed somewhere between 74 and 77% on average, right around 75%, which is their average year-over-year year in hospital occupancy. Um, that right now the number has stayed kind of level. And very significantly, coronavirus positive patients never exceeded at any point uh, about, let's call it... Um, 12%, let me see here, 20, excuse me, 20% of hospitalizations and now are, are 12%. Okay, not quite. It hasn't been reduced by half, but very close. Roughly uh, 9,500 um, cases uh, were the average near the peak level at uh, mid to late July. It's now down to 6,500, okay? A 33% reduction in hospitalizations in the state of Florida. So both the fact that hospital resources were never really even close to penetrated in Florida this summer and the fact that these hospitalization reductions have been so dramatic and encouraging and exciting in Florida, I honestly have seen no coverage of that in the national press at all. And yet I think it is very important. Um, The chart that I provided today at COVID Markets that I think is most relevant that I really hope a lot of you will go look at shows the case fatality rate by age group and by each month. So we already know that the case fatality rate is higher for those that are age 86 to 99 than it is for those in their 70s and, and early 80s, and then and that's higher than those in their 60s, and that's higher than those in their 50s, and they have virtually no mortality at all people under the age of 40. But what you also will see in this chart I put is that even within the age group of 86 to 99, we had a 40% case fatality rate in March, and you have a 17% or 18% case fatality rate now, even within that more vulnerable group. So what I think you have seen is two things here. 
the fact that indeed the narrative we spoke about pretty much all summer, that the case positives in Florida were indeed restricted to a much healthier and much younger part of the population, that we were doing a better job at protecting the seniors and more vulnerable, but then the better treatment options that even those more vulnerable saw their own mortality rates dramatically decline, more lives saved. And ultimately, through all the talk about Florida and for all the case growth they experienced this summer, they now, uh, on the downward trend of their uh, curve, never got worse than 17th in the country in cases per capita. Stunning uh, development there in Florida as they head towards Arizona's level of improvement. Um, I unfortunately have to cut us off a little early. I'm going to leave it there because I do have an appointment right now. And and there is uh, uh, some stuff on the Fed, on oil, and on the market. Uh, but you'll have to get it at covidmarkets.com today. We'll come back to you uh, tomorrow with another podcast um, and hopefully more encouraging data. It does seem to me that some of these case reporting issues and data uh, hiccups that some states are experiencing. We're starting to get worked through so we can get a little bit better view of things. And when we're getting the better view, like in Arizona, it's all to the positive. North Carolina had to remove 200,000 cases that were wrongly reported. You have just all kinds of stuff like that. But let's just clean it up. Let's get it cleared up. Let's get accurate data and we'll make decisions from there. It seems to me to make sense. The market's been doing it all summer. Maybe the rest of uh, the society can as well. Thank you for listening to COVID and Markets. The Bonson Group is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. There is no guarantee that the investment process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. The Bonsa Group and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the Bonson Group and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for any related questions.